0: What's up how are you hmm are you ready for another fresh episode of uh, living on the edge a journey into greatness because that's what it is I'm sharing with you a little bit of my story my life I live on the edge I really do I mean there's no other way to live I chose that (laughs) I chose to live on the edge of life and to define myself and create the life, to build the life that I want and create the life that I deserve. So, um, of course, it's your host, Annette. How are you doing out there, wherever you are? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're taking care of yourself and staying safe, as it were. But I'm glad that you're taking the time to really Sit back and, re- and kind of relax. I call it relaxed because I'm relaxed. <laughs> Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yeah, take time out for this one. This is what the show is all about. It's, be- it's all about creating a better life for yourself. So if you're interested in that, then you're at the right place so we left off at uh, something very interesting i won't go over that again though but it was good and i said that we were going to start this one about how you can uh, begin to take back your power reframing the world for your power so everyone has one desire in common to feel better jesse elder you know fleeting our emotion feelings are emotions and emotions are feelings but you know those things never last so your life has to be built upon something a little bit uh, stronger than that not just feelings and emotions and I'll tell you why okay but yes this thing everybody wants to feel better it doesn't matter who we are or what we do everyone has this in common ultimately Everything that we do is our best attempt to feel better. How feeling better looks is as varied as people are. It can be as different as feeling sexy or as feeling holy. But it's important to realize that the drive is foundational to those to each foundational to those of us who are seeking a better life. It also makes us vulnerable to limiting beliefs. Because we always want to feel better and we're not sure how, we constantly seek out reasons for why we don't feel better. Our brain is wired. It gives us two fairly consistent answers to that question. First, we believe we aren't able to feel better because we have something wrong with us. And once we are fixed, excuse me, we think we will feel better. And secondly, we think we aren't able to feel better because we're missing something external, external in our life. And once we obtain that one thing or two things or three things, we then start to feel better. So um, like I said, feeling better, is, 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 it, it comes and goes. You kind of want something that's long lasting the next three chapters or the next three episodes I should call them will address limiting mindsets that come when we expect ourselves to be better in order to be fulfilled you are enough you're enough you are enough the last section of this uh, chapter uh, will examine the reasons why we focus so much on externals to feel better and I tell you that is so dangerous when you live on the edge of life as an edge walker you no longer need that you realize and see that for what it is it's like a thermostat goes up and goes down goes up and goes down that's that's what that's about that's what the outside world is all about if you base your life your decisions your choices your most important choices about anything and everything about um your relationships what job you should take if you should marry should I have children all of these things and then when you look for the outside world to determine that for you you will be well you will go by the whim of what the world says the end of identity so we're gonna leave that behind we're gonna try to leave that limited belief behind so to say i love you one must first know how to say i can you say i eventually there is something that we all have to embrace the only person we get to be and to make decisions for in the end is ourselves it is a universal corundrum we have what we have we are who we are most of us honestly don't know how to live with ourselves. Sure, we have the basic things figured out. We know our favorite foods, our favorite TV shows. We may, we may know a few hobbies that we enjoy and our political or religious opinions. We have no vision for our life. You know, I wanna, I wanna go over that again just because I'm gonna get some pleasure into this one here and enjoyment. We may know a few hobbies, we may enjoy political affiliations or religious opinions, but you know what? That's not it. That's not experiencing a whole happy life because all of those things are based on outside influences. So if you're an apathetic person listening to this this, this podcast, and that's what you're basing your feelings on that's what you're basing your emotions on are you sadly disappointed yet hmm well I'm about to give some light shed some light on that when you do that you base your life your your most crucial decisions on opinions on opinions Those things are not factual and to paraphrase Marcus Aurelius everything that you hear they're just opinions they're not fact so you're entrusting your most important decisions of your life your future your family based on opinions somebody's opinion dangerous but in the end we probably don't know our deepest gift to the world so we have no vision for our life so when you don't know your vision for your life and you allow the world to define that for you what you could have given to the world your deepest treasure your deepest gift inside yourself you can't do that anymore you will no longer be able to do that because you have no vision for your life, your personal life. We don't trust our own decisions, so we seek outside evidence to rationalize them. We don't understand our emotions. So what do we do? We resist them. So then ultimately we don't love ourselves, so we stagnate, we settle, complacent, folding your hands, very comfortable, very easy we don't like our paradigm shifted we don't want to grow we like living in the comfort zone don't we and you know what this does it perpetuates more and more negative limited beliefs thoughts like these I'm not worthy of success I don't deserve the good life I don't have anything important to say to others I'm not worthy to bring value to the world I'm not worthy of an amazing partner Does that sound familiar? Okay, (laughs) let's move forward. Pretend your best friend is feeling similar to you. Imagine you start saying to him or her what you say to yourself in your own head. Are you shocked at the verbal abuse? I know my self-talk is often harsh. Well, that's what they're saying, not what I would say. I'm not nearly as loving, graceful, or respectful towards myself as I am toward others, but that's what your friend would say to you. You're kind of starting to sound the same. This is a direct cause of limited beliefs, because we often aren't respectful and kind to ourselves. It is easy to accept the stories our mind feeds us. And you know the stories. There's no excuse. You know the stories. This is a no excuse podcast. There's no excuse. You know the stories. The ones that tell you you don't have uh, what it takes, that it won't work out, and that our very identity is the reason our life sucks. Remember, our minds can play tricks on us. And they only feed us these stories because we do not love ourselves. That, oh my gosh, I can go on in this one, but I, you know, my gosh, you know, I have a limited time on this podcast. No, I don't. (laughs) But maybe you do. (laughs) Ah, all of these stories loom in our head because this is what we believe when we don't love ourselves. And when you don't love yourself, and when you attract other people around you that don't love themselves, you're going to have the same... kind of self-talk day in day out because there's no love of of yourself so the first step in in, in hacking these limited beliefs is to build a context and a foundation for understanding your self-worth understand what that's about if we don't love and respect ourselves everything disintegrates our relationships our work our faith, our dreams. We are the only filter between the world and ourselves. The more we doubt the filter, the more we doubt everything, sinking into indifferent apathy. So the more the less that you love yourself, the more that you give into the stories that aren't even true. The stories that play in your head. Do you want those stories to stop? Well, then you you simply must do that one thing. Learn to love yourself. Remember the Whitney Houston song? Learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all. Learning to love yourself is the greatest love. It is. Although, unfortunately for her, she didn't do that. It's, it's this thing. I mean, it, it's, it's not that difficult. We make it hard. And when you make it hard on yourself to love yourself, then my gosh, you're the one to blame for the life that you don't have. And then you get upset at everybody else because of what you're supposed to be doing. And then you find those people who think like you do, act like you do, live like you do. Because, you, you know, you want to feel comfortable. You want to have somebody going down with you instead of lifting them up. Remember, just like pessimism, optimism and pessimism, just like each other, they're contagious. And your enjoyment comes from tearing somebody down. Because you're apathetic so you want somebody else to be instead of working on you so you can make a difference in your friends life your family life your world the world it's just easier that way misery loves what company okay let's understand the collapse of self-worth since you were young you were trained to doubt your emotions and your choices As a toddler, every instinctive action you made was monitored and controlled. Don't pull that in your mouth. (laughs) You know how that goes when you're growing up, as a loved one grabs something from your hand. This may have been necessary then, but not now. Not to someone who changes the world. You have to evolve past that. You have to move on from that. And the way you evolve is by learning to accept yourself. Most of us have learned to seek the acceptance of, of others. We look to something else to make decisions for us. This may be an environment in, in, in circumstances like your church or, or mentors or Google or Facebook. Our friends, what's popular or not, and even books like this. Also as we don't have to trust ourselves. let me say that again it may be an environment and circumstances your church god mentors google facebook our friends what's popular or not every one of those things we're looking for the acceptance of others we're not looking from it from within we're looking on google and facebook facebook To get what we need all of this all of this is sense so we evade trusting ourselves that's the reason why that's the reason why when when you evolve as a human being let all those things fall apart don't resist it because then you learn to trust yourself and make the decisions that are best for you And so you won't be seeking all the time outside support and dependent upon Facebook, upon Google, upon mentors, upon God, the church, and circumstances. You have to be independent. You remember that saying that God helps those who help themselves? You have to help yourself. You can't rely on him all the time, or the church, or your circumstances. Or all these opinions in the end we're we're still the baby on the floor looking to someone else or an idea of somebody else to guide our lives are they applauding are they disappointed we are all waiting for permission from others we are all anticipating the removal of the object by anyone at any time not taking action because of what others may think or say or perhaps replaying the role of the adult from our childhood. Don't do that. It might not be good for you. You might get hurt and constructing stories about all the horrible things that might happen if we take action. (laughs) If we take action, my gosh, You, you construct all these ideas of what would happen if we started to change and take action and control of our lives. We start putting all these 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 deconstructive stories. Well, if I do this, then that that's going to mean, well, maybe I won't have those friends anymore. Well, were they truly your friends? You'll find out once you remove yourself from that situation. Or once I do this, I can't do that because you know what they're going to think of me. Stories like that you tell in your head. You have to banish those thoughts, stories, people, situations, opinions, whatever they are, because you're always going to be hearing them. And they limit you from living on the edge. They limit you in every way for, from living your highest, best life, fulfilling your destiny, fulfilling your purpose, enjoying yourself, feeling good and satisfied, being happy. I guarantee you right now there's a lot of people who don't wish you well and you know how sometimes you'll never know it it's because you are thinking like they are you think they're your friend you think you you know they're they're you know they they really have the best intention for you you think so but do you really know that to be true to be factual let a crisis come up. Let something come up and watch how they respond. And then watch how you respond. Ah, oh, that's just the beginning. Remember, once we, take, we accept something as true, our brain continues to look for evidence to connect the dots and confirm that uh, that's been the truth. Like I said, you can have people who you think are your friends. But over time, no, they're not. Our life's history is behind us, and that history includes much that damages our self-esteem. We make mistakes, and many of us have a bucket list of regrets and reasons to to distrust ourselves. Year by year, our mind has fed us a dizzying pile of stories, all accepted, you accept these stories without scrutiny without dismantling them, and it attacks our self-worth. So you don't even check this stuff. You don't even check it. You know it's bad, but you don't do anything about it. You just, oh, you know, well, you know, I was born that way, or, or you know, it's, no, it's not a big deal, it's not important. Well, yeah, well, I guess it's not, because you're making the choice, that's your life. It's so much easier to pile up these stories in your mind Because it's easy, you don't want to do the work, you don't want to face the truth. You don't want to face the truth about the people that you think have your best interests at heart when they don't. That relationship that you thought like they cared, that person cared about you, he or she cared about you, well, that may not be true. So uh, you're seeing the signs, but you're not paying attention. You're not responding. It's easier to just accept the stories you play in your head and hopefully they'll change one day and this is or you'll say to yourself, you know, that's true. You know, it's okay. It's true. You know what you believe. You accept it as truth. And that's why the stories that, that, are, that, that, are, that are replayed in our head over and over again are our mistakes, our failures, our broken relationships, our selfish manipulation of others, our, well, fill in the blank, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. When we, when we were little, right? You remember when you were little, others told us who we were and who we should be, and what was correct and what was incorrect? so now we feel regret and shame for not being perfect get it living up to somebody else's expectation (laughs) we feel regret and shame for making mistakes hurting others so you're more concerned about others than yourself but did you know that's a lack of self-love then we use that as evidence to prove who we are and that we're unworthy and shouldn't be trusted we hear and feel those failure stories over and over and over again in our subconscious mind over and over again whenever we want to step out and be great you'll hear those stories over and over and over again That's, I mean, that's something else. Your subconscious mind will bring these things, it'll trigger something, something comes back. And then you remember something of when you were, you know, the expectation of others is one of the greatest failures of self-love. In fact, it is. The greatest, the greatest destruction of self-love is the expectation of others. You're, you know, living a life, I, mean, I don't call it living, but, but just existing with a life, but you're doing it for the expectations of other people? My gosh, no wonder you're not happy. You, no wonder you're not satisfied. No wonder you replay these stories in your head because they expected, whoever they is, expected you to be this. And then if you don't do that, it's an excuse to acknowledge the truth, not theirs, but yours. And then we take those false things, and then we start to believe them, and then we live according to those things and we just live it out and let me tell you something it infects people like I said (laughs) I'm a great um, dismantler I'm very aware of myself and very aware of other people and when I see that in other people I'm starting to dismantle things because I don't have that problem I have never, ever had a desire to live up to the expectations of others. And I found if, you, if I ever did that, I made a hell of a mistake. Living up to the expectations of anybody, i that's a danger, or, or not just anybody, but, but, but any situation, any, any scenario that is other than you outside of yourself, you're never going to be happy. Living up to the expectations of, of, of anybody other than yourself is a dangerous thing. You'll never be happy. You know, you know the story of Michael Jackson, right? You know his story. And if you loved his music, great music, yes, you know his music. But he also did a song called, I'm Looking at the Man in the Mirror. And just like I said about Whitney Houston, the same thing they and you and they anybody who thinks like that when you try when you live a life living he lived up he was living up to his 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 parents' expectations that's why he was never happy great music doesn't mean you have a happy life it doesn't mean that he had a A very dictatorial father and he was miserable and unhappy he did what he told him to do even if he didn't want to do it or not and he did it just to please his father and when you do anything to please somebody else you're never gonna be happy that means you're saying to yourself I'm not worthy my needs don't come first somebody else does The fastest, quickest way to live an unhappy life is by living up to the expectations of others. So if you can relate to what I'm saying or see any of this in your own life, then you put your finger on a foundational concept for overcoming limiting beliefs. And that is... You must learn to be okay with you, and not just okay. You must deeply love yourself. You know, there's that song, I just want to be okay. No. Stop. You must learn to deeply love, and I mean love. (laughs) Fall in love with yourself. Oh my god. You know, I'm just man, if you could see me now, well, you can feel me now. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful thing when you fall in love with yourself. It's so mm, it's wonderful. I saw a video with um my husband was showing it to me. And it was, it was, it was a picture of uh, Not a picture, video of Eartha Kitt. Now, if you don't know who Eartha Kitt is, it's it's a while back, but she was one of the first bat, uh, cat women. And uh, I don't know whether somebody brought back that video or what happened or where it came from, but it said something that was so striking to me. And she said, "I have learned to love myself, to fall in love with myself, and now I am ready for love." Ooh. I said, ouch, (laughs) that is a powerful self-statement. I don't know how her life was. I didn't do the backstory, I didn't read up on it, but just that statement, simply put, I am ready. I, no, I, I have fallen in love with myself, so I am ready for love. Let that be you. Do you want to be able to say that? I have fallen in love with myself, and now I am ready for love. Like I've always said, bring love, bring it on. (laughs) Of all kinds. You're an adult now though. You've, You've grown up now. You're not a baby anymore. You know that? Stop acting like you're not. You're the one who decides what you put in your mouth. Not someone else. You're the one who decides what you do with your life. Not someone else. You're the one who decides if you have a great relationship with your partner. Not someone else. You're the one who decides if you live with deeper purpose. Not someone else. accepting yourself is the biggest step anyone can take toward removing limiting beliefs you're the one in charge and why are you not acting like it why are you not living up to that you're not a child anymore once you're over the age of what 20 something or whatever it is you're not a child anymore and yet And yet at 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, you're still acting like a child. Living like a child. You remember the quote that I had in the earlier podcast? I said, um, it was a Benjamin Franklin quote about how somebody dies at 25. Okay, let's take that 25 again. And they're not buried until they're 75. That's an early grave, even before that person was put in the grave. (laughs) I'm I'm not, I'm not, I don't even know what to say. 20, you're 25 years old. Let's give that an age of being an adult. So then why are you still acting like a child? when you should be making decisions that are purposeful, that are meaningful, that are beneficial, that are whole, that are great, that are, that, are, that are, you know, that are worthwhile. Instead of choosing to infect other people's lives and being a child and acting like a child and thinking like a child and being so immature you're not an adult now you're the one who decides all of this what direction do you want your life to go in? you decide that nobody gets that decision-making aspect of your life it's your life accepting yourself is the biggest step anyone can take towards removing those limiting beliefs so ask yourself right now I want you to ask yourself look at the man in the mirror does your view of yourself work does it help you does it satisfy you is it giving you life is it making you feel good about yourself good about getting up in the morning good about just being alive being You're the one who decides if you have a great relationship, if you have a great day, if you have a great partner. You're the one that decides each and every day of the rest of your life. So like I said, if this is not the view that you want for your life and this is how you, you don't want to see your life, then I recommend trying a different idea. Guess what I recommend? Wow. Some powerful self esteem. That is rocket fuel for your life. <laughs> wow. That is rocket fuel for your life, loving yourself. Um,. I kind of wanted to, like I said, recap on something. Let me recap on something. I've seen, I've lived, and I've seen different examples about how, you know, people you know, they, it's like they live up to the expectation of other people, what they think other people want. And you know what? Ten times out of ten, they're going to be selfish because they're going to want you the way they want you to be. Because they're not happy with their life and the choices that they made. So they're not going to want you to be happy. It doesn't matter who they are. They could. It could be some, it could be, it doesn't matter. It's very easy. It's very easy to fall complacency to 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 what somebody else wants because you want to see them happy but that's like okay you're two, that'll be like a two-year-old playing in a sandbox you're trying to make somebody happy and if you're still doing that and you're still thinking and acting from that belief like I said don't be surprised that you're getting what you're getting but I've seen this in so many people where they live up to the expectations of others. You know, countless times when I've seen that as an example, so many of them, I said, oh, I see it right there. Yep, that person's trying to live up to the expectation of other people. They didn't love themselves. There's so many tragic stories that don't even have to be tragic. That includes your story. It doesn't have to be tragic. It doesn't have to end like you see it ending right now, if it's not a good one. It doesn't have to end that way. It's all a choice. But fall in love with yourself. That is your greatest love. It's not this person, that person, that person, that, that business, that job, whatever it is. It's not that, it's not, it's never been anything outside of yourself. It's always gonna be you. And if you can fall in love with you and accept your imperfections, wow, you're powerful at that point. There's nothing that can be withheld from your hand once you do that. Then you don't, you don't have all these outside influences tossing you everywhere, here, there, everywhere. And then before you know it, you're so divided. You don't even know who you are or what you're supposed to be doing in life. And all of a sudden you veer off, you veer off to some place where you shouldn't be, doing work that you don't love, meeting people that you don't care to meet, and doing business with people that you really don't want to do business with. You have to start with yourself. Being whole is about that. Being one with yourself. oh, you know what? I was going to, oh, I did mention it on my previous podcast. I was going to go off on, on, on I was going to say something else, but no, I don't really need to, but I'm telling you, you know, that, that Eartha Kitt got me when she said that. I have fallen in love with myself and I'm now ready for love. Wow, let that be said of you. So, um, oh, my YouTube channel, YouTube channel, yes, I got some videos out. So uh, I think you'll like those. Yeah, like I said, are you ready? <laughs> are you ready? You know, to build a life that uh, you can be proud of and that uh, that you deserve, are you ready? Because I live it. So my question to you is, are you ready? Check out my website at uh, digitalvibenetwork.com. And of course, um, you can always sign up and subscribe to um, to the uh, the blog posts, the podcast. Check out my podcast. Well, this is the podcast. Okay, excuse, I'm thinking I'm on something else. Excuse me. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm glad that you are checking out my podcast. But uh, check out the blog and support the show. You can go you know to my website and and subscribe right there you can make a donation or you can go to the podcast site and do that too but you can make it right there on site as I call it and um, check out the books yes those are great books for improving yourself Uh, let's see what else do I have oh yes and I relaunched recreated my digital products so you'll see some of those products right there on the site and um, oh gosh I got some great ones too some on uh, self-growth self-esteem perfect perfect that we're talking about this and um, oh uh, if you wanted to start a business right I have uh, some products like uh, templates and things like that to start um, something that you can do online build a mobile site and things like that. So I have some digital goods on the site. Let's just let me put it all: ebooks templates, business starters, all that kind of stuff. So check that out. And um, I think that's it for this time. So next time, like I said, I'm gonna give you some rocket fuel. I'm gonna give me something to fuel up on. Some self-esteem. Self-esteem. That is the only way that you're gonna regain your life, your passion, your joy. Your motivation you know your energy your chi your wholeness your centeredness all of that is based on your self-esteem your self-worth you got to fight for that sometimes you have to stand up for that because if you don't you'll never get it you have to take back your power you literally have to take back your power And whatever like I said let the chips fall where they may after you've done that but you'll be the happier person you'll be the better person for it your life would be better so uh, you know it's not as scary as you think it is because it's worth doing anything worthwhile and if you think and you believe and I'll say this you are worthwhile or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, then invest in yourself because that is your greatest asset, yourself. So next time, Rocket Fuel, you and me, we have a date, Mondays. See ya.